And welcome in to in-game chat for Saturday, March the 11th, 2023, season 17, uh, episode number eight. I'm Scott. And I'm RJ. Welcome into the show, everybody. Been away for a little while, but uh, we're back. Going to do the uh, thing. I think it's. I think it's. I think it might be losing a little bit here. The our little clapboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from all the times we've had to sit it down and erase it, I think it's uh, starting to crack up here or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I noticed it when I was changing out the information for this one, and now I'm nervous that I'm going to break it. <laughs> there. Uh, I don't know why I was looking over there. That thing is supposed to look at that camera. But anyway, it's like I haven't done this in a while, which, you know, took a week off. Yeah. So anyway, welcome into uh, the show, everybody. We're glad you're here and uh, glad you joined us for today. Trying something new out today for those who are listening on Twitch. Um, trying to see if our hum is gone. I don't know if it is, but we're hoping... It's possible, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, uh, let us know in the Twitch chat. Uh, that's the only place it shows up, by the way, is in Twitch. So, yeah, if you're listening on the radio, you sound fine. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, our phone number is 334-272-9228. Go to ingamechat.net to get all the links to uh, get in touch with us, reach out to just, you know, uh, interact with us. You can find us on Twitter at ingamechat. You can find us on Facebook there as well. You can email us, everyone, at ingamechat.net. Streaming right now on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv and type in in-game chat into the uh, the little search bar there, and you'll be find it. But you'll be able to find us. But if you go to our website, ingamechat.net, scroll all the way to the bottom. There's links that'll take you right to our Twitch uh, feed, where we got a chat room. You can join in there and w- watch the show, and also talk with us. We're in the chat room right now. Uh, then we've also got Discord as well. Discord is pulled up here, and uh, you can join us on Discord. Again, there's a link for you to do that. Get in there, and then you can actually come on the air with us and uh, and talk to us if you would uh, if you'd like to do that uh, as well. So there you go, every which way to get in touch with us uh, here on the show. Uh, been two weeks here, and well, I'll just we'll just start with RJ. What have what have you been playing, man? Anything? Um, well, more Warframe, building up a bunch of um. Weapons and, and uh, frames in and of itself. Advanced in story mode a little bit, and I got another um, Warframe out of it, uh, Inero, Ineros, basically a mummy, uh, a mummy-styled uh, uh, Warframe. Only thing I have to deal with with him is that uh, there's no shield. So usually in the, in the frames that you have a, a shield that takes damage before your health tar- yeah. starts uh, taking damage. But in his case, there is no shield at all. He just has a really huge health bar. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out ways I can use that to an advantage or whatnot. Yeah, uh, probably. I think one of the things that someone said was that you can use him on a um, in a nightmare mode where he has no shield mode. Well, since you don't have a shield anyway, but I just use him. Yeah, because uh, you can you can interchange the weapons between each uh, each character no matter what the level they are. So uh, if you had a nightmare mode with no shield, just use him. He does, he's ideal for it. You won't suffer any ill effects of the uh, bonus um, of the bonus mode that you have to go through with that. Um, played a little bit of a uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. Trying to get into the, trying to get some, um, basically management of um, my account, really, making sure my stats are all on the level, making sure I got the necessary equipment to take uh, take on new um, new goals and challenges and whatnot. I haven't done the um, drug wars 
DLC that that was put in there with it uh, recently. Okay. And there's going to be a second part put in there on the 16th of this month. So I may I figured may as well uh, get everything set together before I start getting in that uh, full swing. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the um, chat saying I'm still there. I have something mm-hmm. in the next segment during the commercial break. I'm going to make a change. I have two options. Mm-hmm. So trying the first option. I'm going to make a change during the break. And so when we come back to our next segment, uh, listen in and see if it fixes the hum. Although uh, Bam O'Brien still says uh, says the hum's not as loud, which hopefully that's progress. I don't know. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Uh, as for me, what have I played? Not a lot. Um, well, not I've, I've played a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just of one game. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So last week... You know, we would have come in and, been, and we would have talked about uh, the release of Lightfall, so which is the expansion that Destiny has. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that that came out, and now we're two weeks into it, and so uh, the raid launched yesterday, brand new raid, one of the fastest raid completions I have seen on a on a day one release, mm-hmm. uh, two and a half hours. Okay, um, which good job on the team. Uh, there's a lot of other. Really good teams. I don't know, but this is probably going to top the the amount of completions in day one for a raid. Mm-hmm. In other words, you know, if a, if a team can do it in two and a half hours, um, there's a good chance a lot of teams but yeah. can do it in that time or even, you know, within the 24-hour period of the day one. Well, yeah, being a... Being as being as how uh, Destiny always has those folks who's always trying to get that raid, the f- new, new expansion comes out. The first thing they're going to try to do is get that raid, and they've yeah. got enough experience doing it. So um, I, I'm figuring a lot of the elements of previous raids are going to come right into this new one, and well, they know what to do about it. So <clears throat> the yeah, the experience builds up. I, I think it's interesting that the um, I, I don't maybe it's not interesting. I don't I'm not I don't know. It's fascinating to me that a group of six can go into something completely blind. Yeah. Like, they don't know how this thing operates at all. They have to figure everything out. Pathways, mechanics, mm-hmm. how, you know, when you step on this, it activates this. Somebody has to shoot something. They get a buff. If that buff runs out, they have to rebuff. But they this person can't rebuff. There's, like, so many different rules that can be in effect. Yeah. You just don't know. And... To have a team go in blind like that and knock it out in two and a half hours. Well, I think about the... Uh, it's pretty amazing. Night, well, those nightfalls. Yeah. A bunch of random stuff thrown in there with it, right? No, you know what you're getting. Okay, what's the most, which one is it that has uh, random stuff in there? Random stuff. Yeah, there, there's a... Uh, what was it? A nightfall, some quest or something that's... It's like a bunch of random things that have uh, uh, modifiers that's in there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, like um, the, the... No, you... you you know what the modifiers are going to be before you go in, mm-hmm. um, because you can select the you can select what you're going to do, and it'll list the modifiers for you. Okay, it doesn't randomize them. Okay, yeah, and and at this point, uh, the even tougher nightfalls, the grandmaster nightfalls, mm-hmm. uh, they've got spreadsheet not spreadsheets but uh, infographics and stuff to let you know, you know, if the grandmaster is this particular nightfall, then it's going to have, they already know because it's been rotated in and out so mm-hmm. many times yeah. over so many seasons. So you can look at it and say, they've got this many void shields. They have this many champions. There's this many arc shield, you know, whatever, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. 
Um, when a, now, as once a raid is out, of course, you also know what you're getting into because other people have played it. Mm-hmm. But when raids release, there's no, there is no, there's nothing there. There's nothing to tell you where to go. There's nothing that instructs you on on how this section plays or what to do. Which is, like I said, it amazes me that in two and a half hours, a team of six could figure that out. Um, our team, or the in-game chat clan uh, for Destiny 2, they started their race uh, last night at about 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And took a, I don't know what time they, they broke. Uh, like I don't know what time they stopped for the night and then came back and started again today. Mm-hmm. But uh, they finished up at about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just there's tons of uh, tons of posts in the Discord of them finishing everything. Um, well, there was yeah, there they all are hanging out at the end of the raid. So um, I don't know what's gonna I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, I've signed up for it, but I can't do a full. I can't do a I can't do I can't do like a day raid type thing. <laughs> Um, if, if it's something that we can get now that everybody's familiar with the mechanics and stuff and can get through it, mm-hmm. uh, then maybe I'll give it a shot. If not, I'll wait until the, the contest mode is, is done with, which is what is initiated here. Contest mode sets your level, um, your power level, your strength, basically how hard you hit. Uh, it sets it at a, at a fixed number. Regardless of how high you are, you are set at a fixed number. You do not attack higher than that. Um, and then the enemies are set at a fixed number above you. Mm-hmm. So um, if you are lower than that number, going to be a little bit more difficult. So if you're at that number or higher, then it's still going to be a challenge, but not as difficult as if you were lower than that power number. I want to say you're screwed at that level. Higher or lower? Lower. Uh, if you lo- if you lower than the average they're setting for everybody, right? It's the 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 level is seventeen eighty. If you're seventeen fifty nine or fifty eight, or I'm sorry, seventeen uh, seventy nine or seventy eight, you're you're still there. Okay, what level does it get impossible then? Uh, I, that's a good question. Probably around seventeen. Where I was saying about seventeen fifty when it's thirty levels above you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is uh, on a day one contest mode. That's rough. That mm-hmm. would be rough. I would say seventeen seventy on a day one contest mode is probably tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, uh, but that's a day one thing. So in other words, let's say that the um, let's say when this contest mode is over with, it's still seventeen eighty. In other words, the enemies you're fighting here are going to be around this level of seventeen eighty. If you're eighteen hundred already, if you're level eighteen hundred, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, going through this. Um, if you're seventeen, you know, seventy, you're going to be okay going through this. But that's after this contest mode is done. That'll be sometime tomorrow afternoon when that'll go away. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll. Uh, maybe I'll give it a shot tonight. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I don't have to bang my head against the wall trying to get this thing done mm-hmm. as, as sometimes it can be trying to get everything down and, and going through the challenge of it. We'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's that way with, uh, some of the, some of the missions I've got in a uh, Warframe are like that. I mean, there are missions in there that appears to be designed not to be done solo. Yeah. You've got to have someone with you. 
and I believe um, one of the quest missions to get your a vehicle called a railjack. And this is the last mission involves a uh, I think it's the last piece uh, the something called a cowling I believe it is, but it's a mission that involves uh, defending this territory and keeping enemies out of it. But they spawn so frequently that um, at my level anyway, not able to keep them um, keep them out of there. I mean, right now I'm using a, uh, a Warframe called Mag, mm-hmm. which is one I've started with since uh, ever since the beginning. Uh, magnetism, so pulling in enemies and, and try, uh, but nothing to repel, maybe hold in place. But if I hold a group in place, then another group is coming from all over the area to get in this area I'm trying to keep them out of. So yeah. It's getting a little uh, hectic, so i got to find a way to do that or get some uh, specters in there, doubles, I think, um, to help me out with that. Or just get with the... Get with the uh, Clan them with and try it out that way if it if it allows uh, players in there because there's some quest missions that are solo only and it won't let you do uh, pulling one in there with it. So yeah, I know. So I know the feeling about uh, beating your head against the wall on 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 uh, some missions. Yeah, I mean it can it can happen in a raid, especially on like okay. So last year when I you know worked myself up to to do that King's Fall release the the new one. Right. Uh, whatever that raid released, I already knew the mechanics of that raid. I knew how that was going to go, which is why I thought, okay, I'll do this one. I'm going to gear up and I'm going to I'm going to be ready and and do this thing. And God, was it tough. Mm-hmm. And we did we yeah. I got and I and I'm pretty sure I came back on the air here the the next time and I said hey, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> I'll just leave that to the to the people that want to do that. Um, it gives me a little hope that to see that it was completed so quickly. Mm-hmm. And to see that our guys did it too, so it gives me a little hope that maybe it can be done again. Maybe, maybe I can go through it on a day one. I've never done, and I say a day one, but it's the first weekend of the raid, still under day one conditions. Mm-hmm. Even though it is day two, they extended this, uh, which is interesting. They, um, they opened it up uh, Friday at reset, which was Friday at ten a.m. Mm-hmm. or eleven a.m. I think Friday at eleven a.m. Uh, our time. And normally, you have until Saturday at 11 a.m. to complete a day one completion. Well, they extended it this year to the reset on Sunday. So Sunday at 11 a.m. You have until then to to get it complete for for the day one situation. I believe. I could be wrong. They could... I, I do know that the, uh, that the the contest mode is enabled until Sunday's reset. I do know that much. Does it still count as a day one completion if it's after 24 hours? That I'm not sure of. Mm. Probably. I feel like it is. I feel like they're giving everybody the chance to do this, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Got, and you still got to deal with daylight savings time, too. Yeah, yeah. You're going to lose an hour, too. So, anyway. I, I you know, uh, going back to just the launch of Lightfall, um, this thing got raked over the coals as far as their storytelling and everything else that, that is going. Gameplay, not so much. Um, there are some issues that the that that Bungie has addressed and has also taken note of for some things that they can tweak, which uh, they got something coming out. There's a lot of bugs going around right now. A lot of players showing up as invisible. Um, I know I played a lot today where uh, a few of my guns would show up as like there was something in my hands and I could tell there was something in my hands, but it was blurred out and kind of. 
It was invisible. <laughs> I was about to say blurred out, made it look like it was censored or had a mosaic. In a, a mosaic sense, in a sense, yeah, it really did. It was the the game couldn't produce the image, and which sucks when you're trying to aim down sights because you have no sight. It is aim down blur. Yeah, it is just blur. So it's hard when you're hitting some precision shots with like a sniper or a uh, uh, anything that that needs a precision hit. And you're trying to aim down sights. It's very tough to do with the invisibility. Uh, in PvP mode, there are people who are showing up as invisible, uh, which is not good either. They they delayed their competitive PvP mode. Iron Banner was supposed to be, I think, this week or next week, and they pushed it back um, until they can fix this. So there's that. There, there's bugs like that in the game. There is some horribly written dialogue. There is some horrible storytelling. Uh, that was done in the main campaign. For spoken level horrible or something else? Uh no, yeah. I would say I would say that or even even further further back than that. I mean obviously it's no it's no Taken King, which was great, and it's no um it's no uh, uh whatever we just had, Witch Queen. Mm. Witch Queen was great. Witch Queen and, and to come into to come into this a year later after having Witch Queen and then going into this and and just I mean, they're trying. I, I get that they're trying to get to a point in their story that's going to wrap it up. Sounds like rush job the way you're describing it, right? Now. Well, you know, the, the odd thing, and people, people have done this. They've put on their their tinfoil hats on this thing, and they've looked at they've looked at what we're given in Lightfall, which is this year's new release, and they looked at what we've got in Witch Queen, which was last year's release. They've looked at previous things that were talked about for both expansions. Mm-hmm. They've looked at a lot of things, and it looks like there's a lot from Lightfall that was supposed to be in Witch Queen and got cut for time or got cut because they wanted to expand uh, the ending. In other words, mm-hmm. uh, the the actual next year's expansion called The Final Shape is the last expansion for Destiny 2. Supposedly supposed to be the end of it. Supposed to seal the story. That was never in place when Witch Queen, Lightfall, when when the three expansions were announced a few years back. Mm-hmm. Said, hey, we've got the next three years planned out. It's going to be Beyond Light, which was what we got, whatever, two years ago. Then we've got uh, the Witch Queen, and then we've got Lightfall. Lightfall showing on screen <clears throat> as a title card didn't look like what it looks like now. just said Lightfall. And that sounds like an ending. That sounds final. Yeah, right, it does. doesn't it? It, it does. does. It sounds like an ending. Then they added final shape. And there was something in there. And God, this is one of those Ken Levine moments uh, when we talk about Bioshock. Uh, mm-hmm. Or at least Bioshock uh, Infinite. Mm-hmm. Where we were shown gameplay, story material, all sorts of stuff long before the game released. And then when the game released, all of that was gone. All of that was missing. Mm-hmm. Even though we saw it in play, like it was built, like that stuff was in there. The whole time ripples where uh, there was there was an alternate reality of the 1980s or something like that. All of that was shown to us, played for us, right. and then years later it never showed up. So we so it's one of those moments where I wish somebody could write that book of what happened. Mm. And the same with Destiny. I wish somebody was in that office. Like the fly on the wall thing is what I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what I call it. Somebody who is in there that can take those notes and say, well, it was at this point we realized money was tight or we can't make this happen or it's not as far along as we wanted it to be, so we had to, whatever it takes. 
I don't know. I'm just curious as to what happened with that development. Um, there, if you look up game reviews of the expansion, they are mostly mid to lower numbers. You know, mm-hmm. there's not praise uh, for that. And again, it's not it's it's not dragging down the mechanics. It's not dragging down the gameplay. It's basically talking about the narrative. The story of the main campaign ain't great. There's other aspects that aren't, like the new power strand with the grapple ability and stuff like that. As you play the story campaign, they give you this power. They give you this new thing to play with many, many times. And apparently they give it to you on a very fast refresh. So when you're using your grapple, when you're throwing off your super, when you're throwing your rope dart or whatever it is you have, all your abilities, the recharge on those abilities in the campaign, a little faster than what they are once you get into the regular play style with it. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of complaints because, man, grapple is a lot of fun when you have the ability when to grapple. To use it, yeah. But when you use the ability to grapple, you have to wait for it to recharge to use again. It's kind right. of dumb. Um, so they're looking at that to kind of like, okay, we understand what you're saying. It, a lot of times you wonder, do they ever play test these things? I know they do, but sometimes you wonder. They didn't do it enough. I, I suppose. Or just didn't take it into take into account that, oh, that guy like really likes to grapple, but nobody else is talking about it. <laughs> so I guess, <laughs> I don't know. But you got to understand, when yeah. you give this to the masses, that one guy who's, who's, who's giving you the one complaint about the grapple should represent about, I don't know, 50,000 of your players, 100,000 of your players, ever how many, you know, across the world or whatever. Yeah, this person can't be the only one. Exactly. You're going to have a lot more. Yeah. And and so, yes, totally. Anyway, they're working on that. There's those aspects. Uh, once you do finish the campaign, a lot of stuff opens up for you. A lot of stuff becomes um, available. And you start getting more story, better story, after the main campaign than you did in the main campaign, the main story. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's a strange thing, and it, but it makes sense. So <clears throat> Final Shape's going to get released next year, right? Hopefully. And I, was t- I can't remember who I was talking to about this. I think it was replying to, to, to somebody on Twitter. Um, Final Shape gets released next year, mm-hmm. supposed to wrap up the light, dark, the whole thing, this 10-year saga they've been working on. Um, but the thing is, I don't think it's going to wrap up in the main campaign of the, you know, the final shape, like this, this lightfall thing. We played the man main campaign in a week and we were done. Now we're going to get more story told to us in the seasons that come out, you know, over the year. Yeah. I'm thinking what happened is just, this is just a guess and speculate, pure speculation on my part, but I'm thinking someone upper management or whatever. How 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 much further can we extend this? Mm-hmm. How much more can we extend this to get draw more money, uh, draw more profit out of it? Yeah. So how, how far can we push this? I know you said ten year plan, but if we could extend that to twelve or 13. well, it's not that the well, it's not that the game's going to go silent after ten years. You know, once Final Shape's done, it's not like they're going to turn anything off. Mm-hmm. They'll probably keep pushing stuff out for it, but they're going to move on to other IP and everything else. But I think the game will live on. For anybody that wants to play through 
whatever they want to play through or to continue to play through. I don't know how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they've got planned to do either. I, I don't know. But I, I, I don't see them just killing it or anything like that. I don't see it ending. No, I see, oh, yeah. I mean, just, yeah. just keep it going. Because like we said, Lightfall sounds final. I know. Well, but, th- so then they had to go make it something that says, well, what can, how can we make it more final than Lightfall? <laughs> Call it the final shape. That sounds pretty final, doesn't it? So did Lightfall. So let's exactly, see. I know. So, so here's, here's some, here's some, here's some uh, little exercise for you. The what, final, what, final shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if Final Shape is not the final I know, uh, right? part, of, part of Destiny 2, I know, what I would know. the next chapter be called after that to make it sound really final? Uh, I don't know. Destiny 2, the end. Um, fin- of. Yeah, I just finished. I don't know. Something mm-hmm. like that. Who knows? But that's, that's obviously your way. But I, as I was saying, it won't end when they release the Final Shape. I have to figure that that whole year will have seasons just like every other year does. Mm-hmm. And those seasons will expand upon what story was told in the main campaign of Final Shape, just like it's doing now with Lightfall. Mm-hmm. You're getting more backstory as you explore other stuff and do more bounties and meet more people and everything else. You're getting more and more and more information uh, that expands upon the main story. In better ways than the main story really did its best to tell. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't tell it very well. Um, even guys, uh, there, there's there's YouTubers out there who who specifically do videos on lore for Destiny. They had issues with that campaign. They had issues with the story, the narrative of that campaign. I don't it's new stuff. I don't know what they're talking about here. Mm-hmm. They've never mentioned some of these things before ever in ten years and. They didn't do a very good job at explaining what these things were when they did. And they didn't. Um, but hopefully it comes together as the year goes on. You hope. Either way. Regardless of that, outside of that campaign, outside of all of that, I'm enjoying it. I'm, it's taking, the grind has taken a while to get up to whatever level stuff is. I'm 1790 something now, and I think the cap is like 1820. Mm-hmm. So I got a ways to climb. I got lots of playing to do, the ways to climb, that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we'll see. I noticed that uh, in the chat room, Thar sixty six said, "Final shape is not final." Kind of like Final Fantasy. 16. Yeah, basically, it'll be final. <laughs> the Destiny two, Final Shape Part three, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Uh, I don't think they're going to make a Destiny three. I know Bungie is working on a new IP anyway, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what what happens there. So uh, anyway, we're going to take a break here. I'm going to make an adjustment in studio. Maybe it fixes the hum. Maybe it doesn't. But uh, uh, you guys just in the chat room, just let me know and we'll, we'll figure it out there. Uh, all of the uh, music for today. See, again, we were supposed to do a show last week. It, it was a last minute. I mean, very last minute, like, OK, I need to put something else in there. I can't can't do the show. So I had already prepped. Like all this news that we got here was all ready to go. We're two weeks behind. In fact, we need to jump into it. Um, and again, it was the release of Lightfall. So I had the entire soundtrack. So yeah, all the music comes from uh, the Lightfall expansion uh, in this episode. And I think this is the first one here. It is called All In. We'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this.
And welcome back into in-game chat. Music again from Lightfall, Destiny 2. This is Ready to Roll is the name of this track. And welcome back to the show. We're going to go right to the phones here as we have a call. Hi, you're on in-game chat. Who's this? It's me, Chris. What's up, Chris? How's it going? Not too bad. So you weren't able to make it in last week, huh? No, no, it was not. Well, uh, so you've been having fun playing the new parts of Destiny, huh? Hey, you know, it's it's Destiny. It's it's you know, it's grind time. Is really all it is. Just lots of uh, grinding and continuing. That's the thing about that's the thing about Bungie. <clears throat> and I we talked about this on the show a few times. Is that um, if they weren't so good at their 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 gunplay, if they weren't so good at how their shooty works, you know how it yeah, how it how it feels to 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 play the game, um, shooting and everything else. Uh, they've always done well with this, with Halo and 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 obviously with Destiny and stuff. I don't necessarily know that I would be there because you do have a lot of things you have to grind. You just have to keep doing them over and over and over again. And if that they've got nailed down, then it's so much right. fun that and if that, that part like a chore. If that part of the core mechanic of actually just shooting things over and over again wasn't there, wasn't so entertaining, then you know it wouldn't be worth it. I, I don't think it would. I don't think it would last. To be honest with you, so um, and that's one of the things they got going for them. Because if that wasn't there, uh, I don't know. I don't know that there would be anything there uh, for me to do. So, but that's just me. What have you been playing? A little bit of this and that, but. Uh... You were talking about that a uh, couple weeks ago, that new game that, that broke records on Steam, uh, the, the Sons of the Forest. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, I've, you know, I would be nice if I had the PC and all the hookups you know, and Steam account to play that and everything, but that's one of the ones I like to watch some of the different YouTubers and stuff uh, play and all. And one of the ones I follow, you know, he loves to build humongous bases and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think it's, it, that one's done ridiculous good, you know, and it's, still in early access from what I hear, and it's still got a few bugs and everything in it, but I'm having a ball watching them and everything play uh, play that together with their friends. Okay, yeah, I not my kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting. Uh, I, I'm always interested when games like that hit the market, especially on Steam, and you see just this overwhelming, not necessarily positive, but just overwhelming amount of people playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's good or bad, just I mean, there were droves of people playing that game, and it always it's always interesting for me to see how that spreads because I don't think I would have heard about the game otherwise. You know? Yeah, it's, it, yeah. A, a bunch of people that like those type of gameplays that have that survival instinct where you have to hunt and fish and build your bases and survive attacks and everything. You know, those type of general formulas. They've been keeping the eye out on their on this one for quite a while, and they've, they've just been, you know, scratching their edge, and they they finally able to, able to uh, reach the back of their neck or something and scratch it finally. Yeah. And everybody's been jumping on board and, and loving it. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's got a lot of people behind it who are um, who are really enjoying it. I, I not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not I me. knew you wouldn't like it, but you know, but it is. It's kind of, it's, you know, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of the people out there love these type of games, and you know, they've seen some previews, and they've just been waiting for the developer to, to finish it out and, and, and able to get it out where they can get their hands on it. Yeah, it feels yeah. like it's a, um, feels like it's more of a first-person advanced uh, Minecraft. 
kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. The building mechanic in this one is is fantastic. It it's, looks amazing. Yeah, it, it, it's basically drawn a, a line in the sand for all the developers in the future. You know, they they set the precedent for this is how you do a survival game, and uh, they keep surprising everybody what they can do with it, and then how intuitive and how advanced and neat the, uh, the building system is in the, in the game. Yep. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been doing great. Uh, not one I'll play, but it's been doing it's been doing great. Um, oh, uh, have you seen any more of the, uh, the Final Fantasy sixteen? Uh, checking in on anything on that? Uh, you know what? There was I think there was a preview of it, and I've heard nothing but positive things from that preview. Uh, I've heard a lot of people saying, "Nope, this is this is really good." Uh, for those who are worried about the the turn to a more action sort of oriented thing it really works and everything else everything that i've heard about it has uh from those who have played it and and from just little bits that i've read here and there uh has not made me feel differently about it. you know what i'm saying in other words it hasn't it hasn't cooled my excitement for it in other words i'm still actually kind of interested in this game and the previews that i've read about it have only you know made me more interested or at least hopeful that it is that it is what I think it'll be, and that'll be something for fun for me to enjoy um so yeah i'm I'm excited about that. Have you seen that new preview because they showed a little gameplay, some boss battles and stuff, and then a cinematic where you transform into a you know basically it's like a, a summon character like Ifrit and mm-hmm. And some of the other ones. Have you seen that one? I haven't. I haven't watched any gameplay videos that were released from the uh, preview stuff. But I did read about it because you know a lot of news articles and a lot of uh, um, you know other people had written or done videos about like, hey, I got to play the new Final Fantasy. Here's my thoughts, and I'd kind of get a nice TLDR on a lot of it or TLDW. Um, either way, just a summary of what they thought of it. And I'm like, okay, good, good. They were they were happy with it, you know. They were happy with the direction that it's going. They're happy with uh, the gameplay and and the different um, the styles of gameplay that are in it as well. Uh, so I'm 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 good with it. I'm good with it. I, I obviously, I'll wait until the game's released and and read reviews before I do a a jump in on it. But I'm I'm yeah, I'm glad it's uh, I'm glad it's still there for me. I was a little worried. That the more they would show of it, the more I would kind of fall back on the, ah, crap, it's just more Final Fantasy. It was looking great, but nah, it's just more of the Final Fantasy stuff that doesn't really work for me. Mm. It doesn't seem to be doing that, Mm. that I know of. Again, I haven't watched those previews, and it's probably something I'll do tonight, um, is just to look at a few of them to see if that's going to... Because what I'm gathering is turn-based combat, is that not in there or is it? Uh, from what I've seen, in the, uh, the, the, it's not turn-based. It's action-adventure. It's action, and it's not the old like, Final Fantasy one where it's turn-based where right. it waits yeah. on you to do anything. Yeah, Which is the action. best thing that they could have done is pull that. I mean, for me, yeah, is that, to get rid of that. That's the thing I was thinking about with this whole thing with uh, Final Fantasy sixteen was that, they're, uh, Chris, is it just me or is a lot of, of series... Who are, what that were traditionally turn-based, they're in the future. They're pretty much. You think they're all going to go away from the um, turn-based system? I think most of them already have, and most of them probably will continue to do so. But then there's other games that are similar or, or like you know a, a special successor to certain ones that people are fans of that will be drawn to different ones. And they're still making different games and stuff that 
are like the old timey games that, that everybody grew up with, you know, that like on the original Nintendo and stuff. But mm. there'll be a mixed breed out there still going down yeah. the down to the road. I mean, it'll always. I think it'll always exist, but yeah, See, it's yeah. I'm in the same boat that you are. I mean, turn based, turn based, just really took me out of the equation. I mean, I could not. I just couldn't get waiting my turn to attack I or defend. I, I just I just couldn't do it. It just irritated me to no end. So I just always stayed away from that. So to see them um go away from that, mm-hmm. maybe out of necessity. Well, there were certain ones out there that would do the series harm, like the Dragon Quest ones. If they did action adventure stuff like the Dragon Quest ones from their main games, mm-hmm. that would really hurt that series because that's always been turn games. They they've they've always stuck to their formula on that series, but other ones have went you know, here and there and did different things and it seemed to work out. So, you know, it, it'll work out in the end. That's, I don't really mind that much. I just play the ones that look interesting to me and that, that I'm, I'm into and all. And, Is that releasing this uh, month or next month? I think it's next month. It's, it's not too far down the road. Yeah, it may, maybe it's even in May. Um, are you doing the Diablo thing next week? Or is that this week? Uh, I'm going to wait and play it later. I'm I've got uh, the, one of the other ones I've been playing here recently the last couple of weeks was uh, on several platforms called the Labyrinth of uh, Galleria or something like that. It's basically a first-person dungeon, like Dungeons & Dragons crawling where you're in first-person mode and you're crawling through a dungeon and having to map out the dungeon and stuff as you go through it bit by bit. Okay. So I've, mm. I've, been, I've been playing that one. Yeah, I know have, that... Have, um... you, do you remember the... Uh, the, the, the couple series of games that were on the DS and and, and 3DS called Etrian and Odyssey. I know the name, yeah. I don't I don't know much more than that, but I do that name's familiar. Yes. I mean, they're pretty much the same as that. You know, they're they're same bread and butter as as those series of games. So if you wanted to see kind of what it what it looks like and all, or too, you can just Google it and look up gameplay. But if it's yeah, you it's it's kind of like the old Dungeons and Dragons, where it's your view of the world as as a first person. Crawling, you know, going through a dungeon, and you have to draw out your own maps to, to, to find out where you're at and keep track of where you're going. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, I was just asking uh, to see if we got any more feedback on if that hum was still there. Sorry, I just realized I was like, wait a second, we're about to go to a break, and nobody said anything if the hum's gone or not. Hey, Chris, thank you so much for calling because we are about to hit a break here, and uh, but I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right, uh, yeah, I'll probably, I'm thinking about down the road uh, be, getting interested in, in, uh, in Atomic Heart. I, I saw some of the gameplay footage about that nutty refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we all have a good one. We'll talk, we'll talk to y'all later. All right, man. Take, Take care. care now. Bye-bye. Right. Okay, bye. All right. Yeah, we got about seven more minutes here till we get to the uh, the top of the hour. I there's I, There's a load of news. Because we didn't do anything last week. Um, but I will, let's see if I can just go through some of these. How much of it is good? How much of what is good? Your, the news? Your, your news, your video game news. I, you know, I, I don't or, just, know. Or, or just something we can look, we should look forward to. Uh, there's possibly a Counter-Strike 2 in the works. Hmm. Very likely one is. Apparently a, a source who is very very good at making predictions like this or or you know throwing out rumors that happen to be true yeah has said that there seems to be a counter strike 2 in the works okay. and could be 
a beta or alpha, something like that, as soon as the next few months hmm. for people to try out. Apparently, a couple of um, uh, Counter-Strike eSport teams were flown yeah. out for uh, some testing. So, okay. yeah. Somebody there let slip, I guess. Uh, what else do we have? Marvel Snap, which I was playing in the... I played it during the commercial break, and I played it just before we came on. Uh, Marvel Snap has made $50 million in global revenue since its launch. And I'm pleased to say I have contributed nothing to that total at all. Um, still enjoying the game, but I ain't spent a dime. Uh, but I, and, and, and really, honestly, don't plan to. Um, Oh, we got some great news from uh, Paradox, the the publisher Paradox. Uh, City Skylines 2 was announced. We have no footage of it. We don't know how it's going to be. But, um, but yeah, we're getting City Skylines 2. Did it say when? Mm. I don't think so. Um, I've still never played the first one. Got it. Just haven't played it. Yeah. I don't know how it plays on console. I, I've, I keep downloading it to the Xbox, uh, to my Xbox to yeah. try that out. I don't know how well it plays on console, but God, I love playing it on PC. Mm. Um, players bid city of their dreams, the most open-ended city-building sandbox on the planet. Okay, so it doesn't it really didn't tell us anything, especially what this is going to be doing that we can't already do in City Skylines. So yeah, it looks good. Uh, we got news about Crusader Kings 3 Tours and Tournaments. That's a new expansion for that one. The Lamplighters League. Um, it's a tactical turn-based strategy game set in an alternate 1933. Um, so, yeah, the Lamplighters League is the name of it. Game is due out sometime this year on Xbox and PC, not PlayStation or Switch. Europa Universalis uh, 4 was announced. Oh no, it's a new expansion <laughs> called Domination. Uh, and let's see. There was something else that was announced by Paradox that was in the. Okay, it was. What's it called? Life by You. Part of today's announcement Paradox has teased Life by You, a new game. From former head of Sims and the CEO of Second Life Studio, Linden Labs, Rod Humble is the guy's name. We don't know anything about it other than a little brief teaser trailer, but it's developed by Paradox Tectonic, uh, the Humble Run studio unveiled back in 2019. First impression based on the teaser trailer of a very Sims-like experience with a glimpse of little digital people interacting in their homes driving around a seemingly open town and sunning themselves at the beach. There's some building tools that they saw. Um, let's see. Paradox is set to share further information later this month on March 20th for Life by You. These are great. I Sure. Um, I'll take a new Sims, and I will totally take a new uh, City Skylines uh, from these guys. Great, great stuff. Um Last of Us, Episode 8, that came out this past Sunday, broke another viewership record. Normally when shows release, the viewership goes down. It rarely, and sometimes it comes back up, mm -hmm. but this one had a 74% increase mm -hmm. from the pilot episode, of all things. 
It's just amazing. So, yeah, and the finale is tomorrow night. So we will be done with season one of The Last of Us tomorrow night. I'm curious how they're going to. We all know how it ends in the game. I'm curious as to how they're going to end it uh, on TV. Are they going to cliffhanger us? Cliffhanger. You think? They'd have to. I mean, the game didn't cliffhanger us. That's beside the point. I know. I get it. It's a TV show. It's a TV show that already has a second season announced. So why wouldn't you? Got to cliffhanger. Cliffhanger it. Yeah, you have to cliffhanger it. That's my thought too. So we'll see. All right, so we're going to uh, take a break here. Yes, we got a date for Starfield, or at least we got a we got a date that they said the game's coming out. Not to say that that won't get pushed or moved, um, or delayed. We got another delay from Suicide Squad, and we'll talk about that as well. Uh, more music from Destiny Two: Lightfall, the current expansion of that game. Hypernet Current is the name of this track. We'll be right back with more of in-game chat right after this. Welcome back into in-game chat. Music from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, it has that. Uh, this, this sounds like it should be in Mortal Kombat 12. That's what it, that's what it sounds like it should be. Which we got word of that. I don't know if that was last week or the week before. I don't know when my my gaming news runs together. Yeah. But we did get confirmation. There's a new Mortal Kombat in the works. Not, Not yet, film, I mean, but yeah. I mean the, uh, the game itself. Flesh. The game. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it, it sounds like the um, the original Mortal Kombat. Um, the, the I know what music, you're talking about. The music before the battle. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the before the battle uh, music. That's what it sounds like. Dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun. Yeah. 
Welcome back into the show. We're kind of just going over things. Uh, yeah, I know. Lethal Migraine. Uh, I'm, I want to know where Hellblade 2 is as well. They have not. They showed. Oh. Right? Man. I, here's a teaser. Here's a little bit of gameplay. Nothing for a whole like year and a half, two years. Crickets. Yep. Any other time to do that before? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't think this is the first that that's happened with. Um, but I'm sure we've had stuff like that happen before. Easily. Yeah, um, but oh, still that was, that was scheduled, of, you know. Yeah, that was a heck of a reminder because I didn't think about uh, Hellblade. I well, but I do, but I do remember the uh, the. Uh, I only think trailer. Yeah, I, I only think about it whenever um, whenever the E three events and things like that roll around, right? And it's not there. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like, where the hell's Hellblade? Mm-hmm. But when it is, you know, finally, it, I'm, I, hopefully, we get something this year. I mean, I know. Microsoft, Sony, all of them have said they're not going to be show floor on E3, but you're still going to get their little press conference or their little um, presentation thing that they're going to do. Right. We're still going to get that, and hopefully we get some Hellblade out of it. Mm-hmm. I'd really, really, really like to like to get some of that to uh, to just just something that moves it forward, you know? Mm. We'd like something like that. So uh, Starfield got delayed, of course, like we said, but we are getting apparently a... Um, Starfield direct type thing, something that um, what June? The new release date is September the sixth, but I believe we are getting a Starfield direct in June, June eleventh. Hmm. Sounds awfully lot. Okay, so maybe Microsoft is going to do their E three thing on one of those days, and then the Starfield thing is on a different day because that sounds about the round the same time that they do their E three stuff. Which is weird still calling it E3, even though they're not attending E3. Hmm. So, uh, got to find another name. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll finally get something there for Starfield. Uh, let's see, as I'm going through this, Suicide Squad game got delayed. This report says, and this is from Kotaku. Suicide Squad has reportedly been delayed from its planned May release to sometime later this year. First revealed the way back, blah, blah, blah. Today, Bloomberg reported that Suicide Squad had been delayed from a May from May to a yet-to-be-determined date sometime later this year. The report, which cites a person with direct knowledge of the matter, doesn't directly connect last month's poor showing to the delay. Really? All right. See, this is where I start to like, why did you... So here's let me read this which is, is exactly why this is me being this there. is me being real picky. Headline for this article. Okay. Report Suicide Squad game delayed again after negative fan reaction. Article. The report doesn't directly connect last month's poor showing to the delay. Mm-hmm. So you're contradicting your own headline. God. Mm-hmm. It jumped right to it, and there it is. It's really, really annoying when you do that, uh, Zach. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Do, does anyone believe that it's not because of the negative response? I think it is, but I also think there's nothing they can do short of scrubbing and starting from scratch mm-hmm. to save it. Yeah. Um, so tweak it, tweak it till it gets something... Um, yeah, the article goes on to say that it doesn't directly connect to last month's poor showing, but it seems likely that Suicide Squad is getting some extra time following the backlash to try to, to try to tweak and improve as much as possible without completely revamping the game. Uh, the Bloomberg reporter, uh, it's Jason Schreier, 
or Schreier, uh, explained on Twitter that the relatively short delay, assuming assuming it still comes out this year, is likely not intended to overhaul the core gameplay, and instead is just about polishing what's there already. Here's the thing. If they canceled it to put polish on the game, then it has nothing to do with what fans saw. Nobody looked at that game and thought, oh, it looks gross visually. It does. <laughs> But only because of everything that's on offer there, the mechanics and what they're showing, it looks gross in a sense that that's not something I want to play. Not because it needs polishing as far as how it looks. It needs polishing on how it looks to play. Yeah, because we've it, seen some beautiful looking disasters. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Gaming, so uh, yeah. Callisto Protocol. Yeah. Great looking game. Apparently very bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't play it, but it's got horrible reviews outside of the you know, looks fantastic. Yeah. Just bad. Um, yeah. So don't expect WB and Rocksteady to rip out all the live service crap, multiple currencies and the always online requirement that would take much longer and more expensive. Um, if this delay ends up happening, it won't be the first time that the uh, shooter has slipped. Yeah. It's been delayed a few times. Uh, but yeah, it's, I was hopeful when I was reading some tweets about it, like, Oh, okay, well this is good. Maybe they'll Gotham Knight it and just take out all the live service stuff, even though it was very apparent that that stuff was supposed to be in there, mm-hmm. even though they took it out. Not, it didn't really help Gotham Knights any at all. It's not going to help Suicide Squad. Um, I don't think this game will last. I give it a year, maybe two, mm. before it's like, all right, we're going to pull the plug on the servers. Nobody's playing it. It's about the same length of time uh, Avengers lasted. I'd give it Avengers. I feel like it'll drop before Avengers, but then again, I don't know how I don't know how hard headed WB is going to be on it. Like, I don't know if Warner Brothers is going to double down on it and be like, "Well, they didn't like that. Do more stuff to get these people in our game, but don't remove any of the stuff you've already done because <laughs> we want that to make us money." It's not. Yeah, it is not going to make you money. Release single-player games if you want to. That's fine. Live service is not where it's at. It is not. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be a single-player game, but you know what I'm saying. Just give us a narrative. Give us, I don't know. Just don't give us that. Yeah. Don't give us that. Is this another one of those looks good on paper, but not in practice I don't think situations? So. I don't think so. I think this, I honestly feel like this is a publisher demand. This is Warner Brothers seeing how well that Arkham stuff was doing and then looking at what other games were doing to make money after the sale mm-hmm. and said, we need to do that. Well, what can we do that with? What's a good What's a good IP that we have that can work with that? And I guess they went with their DC properties. And they started with Rocksteady. Rocksteady was working on something completely different before Suicide Squad. That that they had to shelve, just completely start over with. And we got Suicide Squad out of it. And we got this live service game out of it. And I, I feel completely sure, certain, that that came from WB, from their publisher, their owners, saying, nope, we need you to do this. We want you to do this. This is going to make us money. But that was years ago. Because they were already a good ways into development on whatever they were doing. That was 2015, I think, is when Arkham City released. Mm-hmm. Not City, Arkham Knight. The mm-hmm. last game. Mm-hmm. 2015. We're almost 10 years away from that. We're at, what, eight years away from that? We're eight years since then? 
So they were working on something and then stopped and started working on Suicide Squad. Right. I don't exactly know what year that was that it all switched, mm-hmm. but they've been working on this for a while. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Arkham Knight was released June of 2015. Yeah. And since then it was... Yeah. Wow. Hey, that, that was a long time to be working on something and all of a sudden told to stop. I don't know how far they got. You know, I don't think they started working on it right after the game released in 2015. I, I figured they probably took a year at least mm-hmm. of uh, just, you know, enjoying. It could still be a while. Yeah. yeah, it still took a while. And by the way, the game hasn't released yet. So that, that clock still ticks for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As to how long it's been in development. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it got delayed. You won't have to worry about it. What, Zelda, I think, releases that same month? Uh, Street Fighter releases the month after? Mm, June, yep. So, fine, move it. I don't think you're moving it out of the way of anything that was going to steal your thunder, to be honest with you. Mm. I mean, Zelda's Zelda's going to do Zelda, and that you're you're screwed if you're if you're launching a game around that time. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter 6, you might have a better thing with. I mean, it's got its fans, but I mean Zelda. Sheesh. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah that's fine. Like, yeah, don't do that thing that um what was it um competed with Elden Ring. What was uh, it? Forbidden. It was Horizon, Horizon Forbidden, Forbidden West, West. Yeah, West, the yeah. sequel. Yeah. Uh Elden Ring's getting that DLC. We don't have a date yeah. on it, but it's getting DLC. Yep. So and apparently, yeah, uh, those guys don't those guys don't um, don't skimp on their DLC Mm-mm. from software. No, they don't. Nope. So I've still, still got to do. Um, they never the released old, a date for it. No, but we know it's coming. Yeah, the old hunters for Bloodborne is a DLC that was uh, pretty uh, expansive, but I've yet to get in there yet. But yeah, they do uh, pretty good on their DLCs. Yeah, for their for their titles. All right, we got a demo for Resident Evil 4 Remake. That dropped this week. Uh, then we go into stuff that happened last week. Everything that was announced for Pokemon Day. I don't, I mean, I could go over that stuff. I don't really do Pokemon. Um, so I, when I say these things, I don't know what they are. Pokemon World Championship, Pokemon Concierge. I don't know what that is. Pokemon Unite. It's a MOBA game. Pokemon Cafe Remix. It's a puzzle game. Pokemon Masters EX, Pokemon Sleep. Oh, it's a sleep tracking app. Jesus. Pokemon the vacuum. Pokemon the the air fryer. <laughs> I don't I don't there know. Plants is a feature Pokemon. Don't uh don't forget that. Oh, we're getting a Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Literally two pluses. They're using the symbol and also the word. Mm-hmm. So it's Go Plus Plus. Uh, new Paradox Pokemon, Pokemon Go, Gimme Ghoul, and Vivillion. I don't know what those are. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC. A lot of Pokemon. So for those of you who do the Pokemons. Yeah, plenty of stuff to play with. You really, I mean, it is a treasure trove mm-hmm. <laughs> for you. You are, uh, you're rolling in it right now. Yep. Okay. <laughs> what? Um, I just looked up Pokemon appliances on Google. And the thing <laughs> up is Pokemon kitchen. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's your Pokemon toaster oven. It, yo, oh, oh, it's not a single thing. It's a um, 
Is it a kitchen? Is it like a whole bunch of yeah, kitchen appliances? Yeah, um, Pokemon glass set, Pokemon uh, ceramic cookie jar, Pokemon dinner dinnerware, Pokemon grilled cheese maker, uh, Pokemon <laughs> uh, Snorlax ceramic ramen bowl, uh, Pokemon <laughs> travel mug, Pokemon silicone silicone yeah. uh, molds, uh, Pikachu kitchen measuring spoon set. Uh, yeah, there we go. I'm sure, All man. Up and down. There, there's the waffle maker. Oh, yes. And the toaster. Of course. Yeah, I don't know that I have it in here. Uh, it was something that uh, Lethal Migraine just brought up in the... Uh, oh, no, here it is. It was from Game Industry Biz. This is from last week. But, yeah, the uh, the European Union is likely to approve the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal, hmm. which is great. I, I, I am... I'll be happy when this is behind us. Win or lose on this thing for Microsoft, whether they get them or not, I'll be happy to be done with it. To either say, okay, Microsoft owns them, or it didn't happen. I, I'm I'm fine either way at this point. I'm just like, oh, God, stop. Every week it's something new. Yeah, burned out, yeah. Uh, the Wolf of Us 2 got delayed out of 2023. That's going to move into 2024 now. That was the next thing I wanted to play. Um, but I got time now since... It's delayed. I'd like it to be a little more fresh in my head than over a year. Mm-hmm. So when I can get a date of this thing, I can, you know, start about yeah. a couple of months out and then go back through the first game. Going to YouTube it or play, actually play it again? I'll probably play it again. Okay. Yeah. I don't really remember the choices I made from the other one, although we've gone down this road before. Telltale Games, while giving you a great illusion of choice, doesn't really change the story so much. Yeah, I've had some back-to-backs. Um, yeah, I had a back-to-back playthrough of Wolf Among Us. And um, I think there was one decision I made with the um, the frog character. And in retrospect, it really didn't change much. It was like either A or B, mm-hmm. the results were still pretty much going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah, so... I noticed it when we would talk about last, not Last of Us, when we were talking about Left, for, not Left for Dead, when we talked about Walking Dead, mm-hmm. <laughs> when we talked about Walking Dead and the different choices we made, um, it really basically came down to the very end of that game mm-hmm. and the choice you made there. Uh, not that you got a good or bad reaction either way, just you, you were always going to get to that choice. Mm-hmm. And nothing that you did prior to that really had any effect on that choice. Um, you got to there regard like if if everything was a A or B option, mm-hmm. and you picked A all the way up, you got to the same ending that somebody else who chose B got mm-hmm. to, and it was just a matter of what did you do at the end of the game? Did you choose to do this or did you choose to do that? And and. Either one was very emotional on that. Um, there's only one in, in Wolf Among Us. There is an early choice that you make, and I think it's uh, you're 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 investigating a possible murder or something like that. And if you choose to wait to go investigate, then you get a different outcome as if you immediately went to investigate. A character dies or something. The, the and I can't remember who the character is. Okay, yeah. The 
spoiler alert or whatever, because uh, yeah. it's been long enough, the frog. Oh, it was, the, was that the it, frog that thing? Was the, that was the thing I was telling, I was okay. talking about. Because one is you wait to go see him. Uh-huh. The other is you go see him immediately. Yeah. And depending on your choice is whether or not he lives or dies. Exactly. So, yeah. Not that it makes any difference. Yeah, like it didn't make too much In the of a total end of the game. But yeah. again, this is, this is how Telltale does that illusion of choice. Like, mm-hmm. oh, something big just happened here. Man, how's that going to affect me the rest of the game? It doesn't. Not really. <laughs> you just get a nice little story to tell between two people who did yeah. choose A and somebody else who chose B. Yeah, the, in the grand scheme of things, he's around when the ending takes place, pretty much. Lethal Migraine, we have the exact same toaster in this station's kitchen on top of the refrigerator. Uh, actually, on a cabinet above the refrigerator, we have that exact same Darth Vader toaster. Yep. He just mentioned that in the chat room. It's a Darth Vader helmet, burns Star Wars into the toast. Yep. Makes the worst possible toast, to be honest with you. But I got Star Wars burned into my toast. I don't care if literally. it's good or bad. <laughs> but now, toasted or burned? Like you said, literally burned? Uh, it, you know, it's seared in there, whatever the case may be. I'm not sure, burnt. but it depends on the setting that you have. Only good CR knows on a steak. I don't know about toast. <laughs> yeah, well, still. I'm just saying. But yeah, we do have it. Uh, then Lethal Migraine asks, is there a date for Wolf Among Us 2 yet? No, there's not. It's just not this year. Originally planned for this year, yeah. moved into 2024, possibly. Uh, They're switching it to Unreal 5. Hmm. So maybe that's the case. Maybe that's when it's what's, what's going to happen. I don't know. Hmm. Um, see, there's a headline right there. Destiny 2 Lightfall's campaign is a big disappointment. Yep. Um. Story-wise. Destiny 2 Lightfall's launch has fans polarized amid negative reviews. Yeah, uh, and and I don't, you know, I don't blame them. And I also don't, uh, I don't disagree with that stuff. I can tell you when Destiny's bad. Mm-hmm. Story-wise, that was bad. Gameplay-wise, still works for me. So, um Let's see. What else do we have? Whoa, oh, have you have you have you looked at that? Whoa, long fallen dynasty. Yeah, I've looked at it. Um, I know recently it had some yeah. issues on PC, but I think those have been ironed out. And I think it's on Game Pass, mm-hmm. which would give me a chance to try it on console. Yeah. Although it's very Souls like, and that's not really my kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, look at it, I think of uh, I think of Sekiro, which I need to finish. Uh huh. I'm looking. I'm thinking I need to go back and finish. This is uh, what Sekiro. Ninja. Th- Theory? Ninja Theory? It is. Is it Ninja Theory, theory or team, yeah. team Ninja's Hellblade, right? Oh. Escapes me right now. Let's see. Whoa, long Ninja. Let's see. Got the thing right here. Team Ninja. Oh, it is Team Ninja. Yeah. So Ninja Theory then Ninja. would be Hellblade? Let me look. Ninja Theory Ninja is Hellblade. Okay, yeah. All right. God, stupid ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Team Ninja is Wo Long, and Ninja Theory is Hellblade. So there mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. Um, I, I Have you, you just interested? I know it gives you Sekiro vibes, but... I mean, yeah, look at it. I mean, it's like, for some reason, it's just not... I've seen videos of it. I've seen people playing it, and it's just not pulling me in. Yeah? It's It's... It's not. I can't. I can't. Put Which is interesting because it's a souls like, really. Souls like, but yeah. But look at it. Just it's just not pulling me in. All right. No, that can happen. Or uh, possibly it could be like. I'm not going to say I'm burned out or more of the same, really. But 
I mean, these are the same folks that made uh, Team Ninja. Still the same folks that made um, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden, yeah, which is which has still has a reputation one of the hardest uh, adventure games. I mean, action games made. Yeah, is uh is that one? They did Ninja Gaiden Black, I think, as well. Was that them? That was the I one. On so. the, that was one on Xbox or 360. I can't remember. Was that the one that was tweaked? For difficulty or whatever. Yeah, it know. was hard. <laughs> yep, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. going. I remember picking it up, thinking, "Oh, it's Ninja Gaiden." I remember it was the first time I'd played it since Eight Bit Days. Yeah, it was like, "Ooh, yeah, this is was, tough." Yeah, but I was tempered on the uh, Ninja Gaiden arcade. Yeah, yeah, and that was like the that was a that was a quarter muncher. <laughs> that game was. <laughs> so yeah, um, and the most what, what was the I think it had most one of the most uh, memorable game over screens oh. ever. Ninja Gaiden uh, Arcade. I don't remember. The saw blade coming down in your chest. Oh, you okay. Now. Don't remember. No? Oh, okay. I probably didn't play that. Mm-hmm. I was over at the pinball table. Pinball, yeah. Yeah. yeah Likely what it. I was doing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for whatever reason, I mean, I look at it playing, it just doesn't, it just doesn't, it's not pulling me in. Um, but I, but it did, but it did make me think of Sekiro and that I need to finish that on for, for a while long. See if I can find that um thing I was talking about. It was like uh with all those um things that um game over screens that mentally messed with you yeah. to make you wanna not allow what was going on so to continue. Happen. Yeah. I think uh let's see, Final Fight had the um the character uh drowning and that and at zero the water would fill up and they were gone. Um, Ninja Gaiden, like I mentioned, the saw blade coming down on the chest, and at zero, you get a big red, mm-hmm. big red screen. Uh, there have been plenty of others. Um, I want to say there's one on Super Metroid. Um, you see uh, the suit, the uh, given the diagnostic of Samus Aran, and you see the heart. Um, oh, okay. Slowly going, the life, the life support is failing. And then the heart, you see the heart stop. Yeah. That kind of messed with, some, <laughs> that would mess with some folks um, back in the day. I mean, there, there have been some game over screens that really, really uh, got to some players over the years. Hey, uh, Bama Bryant's asking, did you get your PC issues fixed? No, I've got a... Um, weirdest thing, man. It, it, it is the weirdest thing. We went bare minimum on that thing. Um, I'm at the point now where I'm going to have to take the board out the case, sit it on cardboard and let it touch nothing. And and try to get that thing to go through because it, it's it's possible the the uh, the lifters are um, are missing with it now. I don't I don't know what's going on. It's it's a different board, different. It's possible the risers are causing problems with yeah, that thing. Said, okay, they, they said take it out, and try that because I've tried different motherboards, different processors, different power supplies, different cases, literally different cases, different everything. I've gone bare bones minimum on this thing, and it still has the exact same cut on. Just wrap it up, build seconds. a new computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Here, uh, yeah. Uh, AC Wraith says he still prefer- he still prefers the Cave Girls from Primal Rage, begging you to continue. Yeah, there was that. Yep. <laughs> I remember. The, uh, I remember um, during gameplay, um, you could eat. The, the worship, the worship, the worshiping the uh, dinosaurs, basically. Yeah. And then during low moments in the game, they would like come out on the field and start uh, bowing, and then you could eat them <laughs> to get a little health back. The only, the only thing that ever kind of urged me to continue was um, 
I never would continue in pinball, by the way. Pinball had continues, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it before. But it was only one ball. You didn't continue and get three more balls. You mm-hmm. just got one more ball on a continue. No, what's the point? Just let it go. Uh, get the get full game. Well, that's why I didn't do it. Yeah. That's why I would never do it. Now, right. I don't know if that was specific to just certain tables or if that was a thing that was into programming so you could go inside the machine and say, no, when they do a continue, they get this many tries again. Yeah. I don't know what the case was, but the majority of them, or at least the one time I got burned was when I was mm-hmm. like, oh, continue. Oh, one ball. Never doing that again. Yeah. That's, uh, you're not getting your money's worth. No. God, no. But the only thing I could remember is that uh, the, obviously it's a countdown, and the closer it got to zero, the faster and the more urgent sounding the music got, or whatever the case was, to kind of mm-hmm. get you in that frantic mode of like, oh, you better continue, it's going to end. That was it. Yeah, I don't remember any of the stuff you're mentioning uh, where you know it kind of gave you anxiety or something like that to want to continue or or yeah, that's what I mean. The anxiety and the pressure to. Uh... Don't let it the don't let it in like this type right. uh, type type thing. Yeah. Speaking of not letting it in, we need to take a break here. Uh, so we are going to let it end. This track is again from Destiny Two Lightfall. It is called Discovery, and we'll be back with more of in game chat right after this. back into in-game chat music again from Lightfall. You can kind of hear the theme of Lightfall in almost every single thing we played in some sort of variation or another. This is called the Quantum Wilds of the game. Yeah. I feeling bad things are happening. Yeah, I don't know when this plays. I haven't gone through. I've only gone through the campaign once. I don't know if I'm going to put myself through that again on my alternate characters, but probably will. Um, is our boss battle music? <clears throat> Uh, I'd have to go and check. I'm not sure the boss battle music. Hmm. I keep, so I keep all of my, 
I keep a lot of the stuff turned down, uh, mainly because when I would play on Discord, mm-hmm. the game audio would drown out everybody yeah. talking. Yeah. And a lot of the times we were just doing stuff we've already done, so I just had it lowered. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Because this sounds like a boss music here. I don't know when it plays. I have no clue. Or someplace you have to get to uh, in a hurry. You got mm-hmm. a time limit. It's good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome back to the show. And just about 20 or so minutes here before we hit the top of the hour and uh, wrap things up. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What do we have shown at that Capcom spotlight? We get some new characters. We did get some new characters, didn't we, for Street Fighter? Just they showed uh, what Cami, Zangief, yeah. Lily. What's that one? Hikaru Takahashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Capcom announced the last of eight color commentators included oh. with the fighting game at launch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, up next, Capcom announced a digital theme park called Capcom Town to celebrate the company's 40th anniversary. It opens June 12th. Mm. Exo Primal is a new sci-fi dinosaur game from Capcom. There was a new trailer and a July 14th release date. An open beta starts next weekend. There's a survival pass for you to work through. It sounds like it's a standard free premium tier battle pass. Mm. Um, however, it'll be a day one launch on Game Pass. So if you have, if you're a subscriber of Game Pass, you'll be able to play that game on your Xbox. Uh, there was a new travel trailer, God, new trailer for the revival or travel is what I called it uh, for Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. It launches on June 30th for Steam, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. That one I'm interested in. I missed it when it was around back on the 3DS, but I'm totally I'm totally interested. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak got a new reveal there, due out April the 28th. Mm. Capcom then teased the CG movie Resident Evil Death Island, which is due out this summer. And I'm f- how many that is now. I have no this, idea. There's been a lot of CGs. I mean, some have been uh, pretty good, yeah. though. And finally, the big finish with the Resident Evil 4 remake due out on March the 24th on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Some videos and then the announcement of the demo. The Chainsaw demo, as it's called, lets you play an early portion of the game where Leon enters the village. It's out now on all platforms, and it doesn't have a time limit, which means you can replay it over and over and over again. Hmm. Uh, and there you go. That was what was announced at the uh, the Capcom thing. Oh, that's right. Uh, I meant to mention the um, the Luminous Studio under the Square Enix brand. Yeah, uh, has been closed. That was the studio that did Forspoken. Yeah. Not surprising, man. They also worked on the engine 
that was used in Forspoken, but it's the same engine that was used in Final Fantasy, was it 15? The previous Final Fantasy that came out? Okay. Yeah, it didn't do too well. Um, Hmm. The engine didn't get used by almost anybody else. And yeah, and then Forspoken just died. Mm. Just dead on arrival. Didn't go anywhere. And so now that's that that place is closed. That uh, that studio has been closed. They did not, by the way, they didn't fire everybody. They just closed the studios and moved everybody else to other projects. Yeah. So it wasn't a sense of, oh, man, so many people lost their jobs. They didn't. Yeah, just redistribute assets. They just got rid of the did. studio altogether. Yeah. So there are plans for a MetaQuest 3 release this year. So a new VR thing. That's really all we know about it. We don't know how it'll be different. We don't know when it'll get released. We don't know how much it's going to cost. We don't know if all your stuff will play on this, if you've got it on one of the MetaQuest 2s or the original MetaQuest or whatever. We don't have any info. We just have rumor that there may be a release for later this year for a new Quest 3 thing. Mario Day was yesterday. I was tempted to pick up a Mario Lego set. What stopped you? Price. Goodness, <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. There's only two Mario sets that I really am interested in. The question block, mm-hmm. which I think is probably the cheaper of the two that I want. And then there's Bowser. Bowser's like a $300 build. The question block is, I don't know what that is. Lego question block. I was to say, what scale is that uh, Bowser statue to be uh, 300 yeah, the Lego question block is two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. The Lego Bowser is two hundred and seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. He's big. He's big Bowser. Let's see, twenty eight hundred twenty eight hundred plus pieces. Yeah, no, he's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's it's it's a very large build. So, but yeah, Mario Day was getting me thinking about doing something like that. Thank God mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> Bam Brian says, "Get the Jurassic Park one with a Lego poop. It's only fifty bucks." Yeah, there's a better Jurassic Park Lego set. I mean, it's not as good because it doesn't come with Lego poo, but uh, the T-Rex breakout scene from the film yeah. is the better version of their Jurassic Park Lego sets. The one that has the poop in it is very um, less detailed, I suppose. Not sure what to what to call it. But yeah, for 50 bucks, probably so. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Mario Day is coming. You have your pick between a free copy of Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, or new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe for your Mario Switch bundle. So yeah, if you pick up a Mario Switch bundle, you can pick from three different games for your free game. You'll get Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart 8, or new Super Mario Brothers. Um, But you only can get that if you go to Nintendo's website or select retailers. Mm Mm-hmm. The eShop sale, however, has some titles you can nab on discount when they're on sale. 
Their first-party titles don't receive discounts as frequently as other games, so you'll definitely want to keep an eye on these sale dates. March 10th to 23rd. I feel another sneeze coming on. Excuse me. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, March 10th to the 23rd is uh, Mario Party Superstars, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, Yoshi's Crafted World, and Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, March 24th to April 7th is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Mario 3D World, and Bowser's Fury, plus new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Hmm. Um. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. If you prefer to collect physical games, some brick-and-mortar retailers will offer 20 bucks off of most of those games I just mentioned, which all of them normally run at 60. Mm-hmm. So you can pick some of those up for 40. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, that thing you can lay down track in your house and have the carts go around and whatever, that mm-hmm. normally costs 100 It'll be 40 bucks off. Mm-hmm. And that starts, oh, Wow. This sale is in effect from March 5th to March 11th. Hope you got it today. <laughs> oh. Excuse me. If, um, let's see, if you end up picking up Mario Kart 8 from any of these sales, there's good news. The newest DLC is coming out March 9th. Again, this was news that I, um, except for last, last I know I had done, I had done last week. So it's a little old on some of this stuff. Oh, yeah, Final Fantasy 16. I know we talked about that with Chris just a minute ago. That is not getting a PC release until six months after the PlayStation release. Some exclusivity deal or something? Apparently. Yeah, okay. Yeah, apparently. First of all, it is true that Final Fantasy 16 is a six-month limited-time exclusive on the PS5 platform. However... It is a completely different story that the PC version will release in half a year. I'll make it clear, but the PC version will not come out in half a year. This is because we spent a lot of time and money optimizing the PS5 platform to deliver the best gaming experience. I would like to release a PC version at some point so that everyone can play as many games as possible. However, even if we stop op- start optimizing the PC version after the PS5 version comes out, we won't be able to optimize it in half a year, so it won't come out in a short span of half a year. I'd like to release it eventually, and I think I will, but I'm not uh, at the stage where I can say when. He concluded, first of all, I would be happy if you could play the PS5 version, which I made with the thought of it being the best game in the world. Boy, this guy's really got a lot of uh, bravado there. If the PC version comes out in half a year, I can quit the company. Please don't say I won't buy the PS5 version because the PC version will be released in half a year. Obviously, you're dealing with a guy that's got broken English here or, or horrible translation. Oh, I'm sorry. I read the I read the article or I read the headline wrong or interpreted it wrong. Final Fantasy 16 will not be on PC 6 months after. Apparently there was word that it might be mm-hmm. 6 months later. It's not. It's going to be further than that. Hmm. So, a year? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a good question. You know, when they feel like it. Um So yeah, it won't be 6 months later for when that gets released. Uh, 
What else do we have? Anything else? I, I go over that Microsoft stuff again because there were some other things. Uh, in fact, there was some more stuff about Sony, actually. How they weren't happy with some of the things that uh, Microsoft had done to kind of ease the tension between the European Union and this buyout of Activision Blizzard. And I can't remember what it was. I think it was the mention of Nintendo it, getting it, Call of Duty. It, it doesn't matter. Anything that Microsoft does is going to um, tick Sony off at this point. Anything to make the deal look bad and not go through. I'm looking at some news here uh, that was just happening while we were on the show. Yeah. Um, apparently, the Resident Evil 4 remake demo has a secret extreme difficulty mode. Let me read here. Uh, you might be interested in the demo's secret ultra-hard mad chainsaw mode. After completing the demo, players are sometimes presented with a screen offering Mad Chainsaw Mode. Players can decline and restart in standard difficulty, but the screen contains these details about Extreme Difficulty Mode. Mad Chainsaw Mode will be applied only to this single playthrough. You must wait until Mad Chainsaw Mode is triggered again for subsequent attempts. This mode is specific to the demo and is not included in the final game. If you accept the challenge... You'll begin the demo from the beginning of the game as normal, only now enemies are stronger, their positions have changed, and there are no checkpoints. So if you die, it's game over. Okay. Um, so yeah, apparently it randomly activates or it randomly gives you the option. It randomly gives you the option of... Like after you finish the demo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Probably thinking it's going to be some... Um perk or benefit when you get the real uh, get the full version maybe to those of you who have defeated uh mad chainsaw mode you get this in the full in the full version that would be interesting yeah yeah well something like that and um i want to say neo did that if you play the demo through completely i think you got some type of a benefit when the full version came out yeah yeah, so I'm trying to I'm trying to picture what it would what it would, it would be thar says there's uh there's a secret weapon as well Hmm. Don't know about that one. In Mad Chainsaw mode, or I'm not sure if it's in the demo proper or just Mad Chainsaw mode. I don't know. Yeah. So different different enemies. They're stronger. So you're not going to be well. It wouldn't be the um, run and gun type thing that uh, regular. He says regular. Hmm. The the secret weapon. Mm -hmm. So you can't do the run and gun type thing that um. That you would do it for because I think that's what a lot of people were talking about. It wasn't uh, it was more action than survival. So if one if it's if it's at the part where you have to survive until the bell rings, maybe I don't know. Probably, probably that's probably it. Just uh, because I remember that mode was basically uh, instead of taking taking uh, villagers out. Which is basically uh, hampering them to keep keep them from getting you until the um, time limit expired. I'm reading here about there's some more info on that closing of the Luminous Studio thing. Mm -hmm. Square Enix uh, recently stated in an investor's note that sales of Forspoken have been lackluster. Also called reviews for the game challenging. 
It is believed that despite the shortcomings, the game has yielded results that will lead to improvement of Square's development capabilities of other games in the future. That just looks like, oh, well, we won't be doing that again. Which we know how Square is, man. They they looked at the Tomb Raider stuff and thought that was a a disaster as well, even though it sold very, very well. It was a good game. It did well. It was an exclusive. So it's not going to sell very well when you limit you to just being on that one machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the subsequent sequels that it had did perfectly fine, I thought. Yeah. But, well, it was just that... Uh the numbers it wasn't satisf- the numbers weren't satisfying to them. Anyone else it would have been fine, but to them, no, not so much. Mm. <laughs> some yeah. folks can't some folks can't be satisfied, man. No, no, they can't. In terms of improvement, I mean, Forspoken, uh the biggest gripe about that was like the one we have in uh, Destiny uh Lightfall. Bad story writing. Yeah. That's that was the biggest gripe about uh spoken from what we uh talked about yeah there were some other problems with it. i mean it had a it had a it had a rough launch on pc yeah but the one that stood out more than anything else was still that uh that dialogue and that story mm-hmm. that you they just didn't uh they didn't do it well did not do it well just checking to see if the speaking of destiny if the clan was talking about if they're going to do another run tonight or not mm-hmm. they may not they may just do it tomorrow I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. I want the jacket that comes with it. You know, I got my deep stone. I, I got this shirt. This mm-hmm. is a destiny shirt. Oh, okay. I can't remember what I did to get this shirt, but I did something mm-hmm. and it unlocked so I could, so I could actually purchase it. But there's, there's always a raid something. Every time a new raid launches, there's, there's things you can get if you complete it within a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a jacket for this one. I got the jacket for uh, Deepstone Crypt. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it doesn't get as cold enough here to use it because <laughs> it's a really, really thick jacket. Uh, but this one's more of like a bomber style jacket. It looks really nice. I'm interested. But I, I, I don't have to beat it this weekend in order to get that jacket. I have to beat it before not the reset on Tuesday, but the reset on the Tuesday following. Okay. So not this Tuesday, but Tuesday next. Mm-hmm. So I've got time to uh, to get that so I can get the code and get the jacket. So what you got until the uh, 21st? I guess, if that's the Tuesday after the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to the 21st. I got till the 21st. And we're definitely doing a run on this next weekend easily. Okay. So get all your prep work in, in now so you can uh, yeah, yeah. be as effective as possible. I mean, they may run it tomorrow, and I may, I may join them on that run tomorrow, depending. Mm-hmm. Because it drops into regular mode. Like at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Mm. So I may do a run tomorrow. Okay. Maybe. Depends. I'm curious as to what changes whenever it does go into the regular version of it. Mm-hmm. Like, is it more difficult, less difficult? Usually it's more difficult on those first 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And then it, then it laxes after. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We shall see. We got to go, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is it for us. I want to thank everybody who uh, joined us in the chat room, listening on the radio, listening on the apps, listening on all the stuff. Thank you. We do appreciate it every single time you do it. Go to ingamechat.net. You can join us on Twitter, Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe or uh, go to our Discord uh, if you want to. Join us on Steam, all those different places. 
we welcome you and thank you so much again for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you next Saturday. This track is called Battle Ready, again, from Destiny Lightfall. Uh, We'll see you next week. Have a good one. RJ, thank you. Mm, Thanks for having me. (laughs) Bye-bye. That's very blaring. (laughs) 